It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Agriculture Conversation right here on the LaneCast. Today's program is going to ask the question, what the hay? If you're from central Montana, you know the answer to that question. We are talking about a unique event that is just shy of 30 years old in which artists, landowners, and community members come together to utilize hay and other forages to create artwork and sculptures for the annual What the Hay event in Bale Trail Drive. Joining us today is Dan Thomas, the chairman of the school board at Hobson High School in Hobson, Montana. Dan, how are things going today? Hey, really well, Lane. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to visit about the What the Hay event. I appreciate that. You are so very welcome. And first, I need to uh, thank the sponsors for today's event, the Public Lands Council. They're celebrating 50 years of representing public lands ranchers across the West. Make sure and join them September 26th through the 29th in Park City, Utah, for their 50th annual meeting. More details can be found at the publiclandscouncil.org. But getting back to the show here today, there's going to be listeners of the podcast right now that are not from central Montana, and they are truly scratching their heads saying what the hay so what is what the hay for some of our friends that are unfamiliar with it obviously it involves hay and a bale trail i'll just give you the opportunity to discuss what this event is and then we'll talk about its history well perfect well yeah thank you lane so the history of uh, what the hay and what the and what the what the hay is is it started about 29 years ago with two farmers that were just having fun with one with one another. They were across the highway from from each other, and one of the farmers began by uh, creating a bale sculpture with legs sticking out of it. And then the other neighbor on the other side of the uh, highway decorated a bale to counteract uh, that one. And it, from that point it created a life of its own. So 29 years later, we now have this uh, What the Hay, and it's a 22-mile uh, section of road between uh, Wyndham through Utica to Hobson, where folks are decorating bales, and people from all over the state of Montana, as well as neighboring states, and, and in fact, we've, had, we've seen license plates uh, from the farthest ends of uh, the United States come and attend this thing. There's about 7,000 ballots handed out uh, to, on this one-day event with people coming in and viewing the bales, and it, it's, just, uh, it's just turned into a, a tremendous uh, family activity. Now, these are truly sculptures. They are artwork, and we could be talking about, oh, we're just stacking hay bales, and people may think it's a hokey event, but it's not. And I will have some pictures on the Nordland Communications website and also in this podcast link of the event itself and the artwork. That is what the hay. Let's talk about maybe the past few years, what some of those sculptures look like and where some of those artists are from. It's not just local community members involved. It can be anyone. They could be from out of state, and uh, the What the Hay Committee will provide uh, land and the opportunity to uh, have one of these sculptures anywhere, even if you're not from the area, Dan. Am I correct in saying that? Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Some of these bales, uh, as you said, Lane, they're truly a work of art. There's a 
lot of work, a lot of artistic ability that goes into creating these bales. And absolutely, any creative uh, listeners out there that would like to uh, put a bale together, absolutely, we will provide the land, we will provide the bales, whether they be round bales, square bales, whatever you need, we'll provide that to you. Uh, just come on out, uh, we'll make that happen. The more people we have doing bales, it just adds that much more excitement. Um, yeah, these are truly a work of art. This is truly a community event, and the beautiful Judith Basin is the perfect landscape to go on a drive. You said uh, the 20-plus mile drive uh, throughout that area. Let's talk about the community involvement, though. How, how does this get organized every year? Where do the proceeds go, and how? what are some of the other venues that are available for attendees uh, to go to? But first, uh, let me get back on track. As, as I mentioned, I get off, get off in the weeds quite a lot. The school board, you are chairman of the Hobson School Board, and the school is now taking over the management and promotion of the What the Hay. Let's talk about how Hobson School has taken this over, how it's going to benefit the school and community, and then we'll talk more about those other community events. See, I just had to correct myself and line myself out. Dan, I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, uh, yeah. thank you for that uh, lead in there, Lane. Uh, the school has taken over the What the Hay uh, up 29 years prior to getting to this point, it's been run by uh, a variety of different groups. The Utica Rod and Gun Club had it, and then Friends of the Library had it. And there's a lot of work and preparation that goes into pulling off this one-day event. And those folks uh, approached the school after last year's What the Hay and said, hey, they can't uh, carry on this tradition anymore. Would the school have interest in taking it over? And we absolutely said, yes, we will. This is a great tradition for our community. We don't want this thing to die. So the school jumped in. Um, we, we assumed ownership of it. And uh, all of the proceeds that will be raised from this one-day event will go right back into our school to help fund all of our extracurricular activities, uh, such as uh, music and BPA and FFA, Honor Society, Student Council, elementary, middle school, and high school activities, as well as uh, out-of-teacher uh, uh, pocket expenses, um, student scholarships, and athletics. So this money is go going to go to a great cause. It's going to help our kids out. And so any corporate uh, folks that are out there listening, you can uh, uh, support this cause through the uh, Central Montana Foundation. It's a 501c organization, so it's a tax write-off. And then certainly the day of the event, um, if anyone is so inclined to provide cash donations, uh, greatly appreciated because that helps us offset the cost of uh, pulling off this, uh, this event. Now, Dan, I'm going to maybe focus a little more on the rural communities around central Montana. Uh, we, we've seen over the past uh, few decades smaller smaller class sizes and consolidation of, of sports teams as well. So this is a great opportunity to help the Hobson School and central Montana really uh, have the available funding for those extracurricular activities, as you mentioned, and the intercurricular activities like FFA and BPA. But let, let's just talk about the state uh, of education there in Hobson. You know, how, how are things going? I know it's it, the, the classes are smaller, but uh, rural America 
Philadelphia always prospers. How are just things going uh, education-wise, and how's the school looking there in Hobson? You know, the school in Hobson is looking really, really well. We are one of the um, small classy schools in Montana that uh, we are increasing in enrollment. And uh, strange that you should ask that question right now because I'm conversing with our superintendent via email as we talk. Um, we are, our student count is, uh, is close to 120. You compare that to last year's count, we were at uh, one, uh, 104. And so we are picking up students. Uh, we've got a great thing going in the Hobson Public School. We've got a great staff. And uh, we're, we're pretty excited with the direction that Hobson goes, that, that the Hobson School is going in. And uh, this, this uh, What the Hay event just helps us further by providing these extra op opportunities for our kids. And uh, it's, just, it, it's just a really exciting thing that's happening within our school right now. Now that is K through 12, 120 students, correct? Correct. And also, what, what, what do you say are some of the bright points of living in a small community in central Montana or anywhere in the West? What, what, what do these community members and these families that live in the smaller towns that may not necessarily be involved in farming or ranching, it's just a, it's just a great opportunity for a smaller environment and just it's a tight-knit community for maybe some of our listeners that uh, aren't familiar with uh, the size of uh, schools and uh, school districts in the state of Montana. Boy, I tell you, living and, and having the opportunity to raise your kids in a, in a small Class C environment, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, so with my job, I can work anywhere in the United States. I specifically chose to move back to Hobson, Montana, so my kids could uh, uh, go to Hobson School. And um, just being in a small environment where everybody knows each other, Everyone takes care of each other, one-on-one um, -on -one instruction within the uh, classrooms themselves. Um, it's just a fantastic uh, place to raise your kids. It truly is. And, you know, I uh, grew up just uh, right down the road in Lewistown and uh, a little bigger school there. But, you know, small small community, you get to know everyone and a lot of opportunities uh, to be involved, especially in FFA and BPA, Business Professionals of America. I was uh, a state officer in both of those organizations back when I was cool, Dan. And so I, uh, I know the importance <laughs> of, uh, of having funding uh, for these students student-led organizations because it truly does create an opportunity and a foundation of leadership and hopefully the opportunity for these students uh, to be successful in their careers and, and coming back and supporting uh, small communities and schools just like Hobson. So I told you I'd get off into the weeds, but I think it's important to highlight uh, our rural communities and the education in our rural communities. So thanks for bearing with me on that conversation. And let's get back into the What's the Hay contest. My first question, there's some construction going on right by Hobson. Is that going to throw anything off on this year's tour? You know, I hope not. Um, I, I, I sure hope not. Uh, I hope that doesn't keep uh, folks from uh, coming in for the day. Um, they're, they're, they're certainly, it's certainly going to be a challenge, but uh, hopefully uh, people will be able to uh, bear with that. It's just, uh, you know, a few miles before you get into Hobson itself. Uh, but then uh, for those folks that enter the trail through Hobson, uh, they can exit uh, out uh, through Wyndham, and hopefully that uh, avoids uh, some of that angst 
that the construction will bring. Now let's talk about the weekend itself. There's quite a lot of activities going on in central Montana. Uh, let's talk about the dates and also maybe uh, the Chokecherry Festival, which will be held in Lewistown the day before the uh, What the Hay contest kicks off. Yes, exactly. So the Chokecherry Festival will be in Lewistown on September 8th. That's a great uh, family uh, outing as well. And then uh, our event, the What the Hay, will take place on uh, Sunday, September 9th. And so a lot of things uh, will be happening uh, surrounding the What the Hay event. Uh, so, the, um, so the night before, on September 8th, the Rod and Gun Club will be having their annual roast beef uh, dinner. That is their main fundraiser of the year. And so please come out uh, and uh, attend that and support the, the Rod and Gun Club out of Utica. That's at the Utica uh, Clubhouse at 6 p.m., on uh, September 8th. Uh, also that night, the Oxen Yoke will be having uh, music uh, and a dance, and that will begin at 8 p.m. So if you want uh, one of the best hamburgers uh, throughout the state of Montana, stop in at the Oxen Yoke and, and uh, partake in the dance as well as a good burger. And then the actual What the Hay event will kick off on September 9th, and vendors uh, will be there lining Main Street from 10 until 4 p.m. that day. Uh, also, the school will be having its Midway Cafe that used to be halfway in the trail between Hobson and Utica. That is now moved uh, into Hobson itself, right where the vendors will be. Um, so come out and support the, uh, the hamburgers and hot dogs that the Hobson School will be providing. Uh, also on that day, the Utica Women's uh, Group will be having their annual pie sale. And for anyone that has ever tried homemade pies in the past from the Utica Women, uh, it's, a, it's an awesome uh, pie, so come out and support them. That, is their, that also is their annual fundraiser for the year. The money that they raise from that, a large part of that goes back to scholarships for the Hobson uh, uh, community. So really important to go out and support the, the, the Utica Women's during that day. They will be selling their pies at, their, at the Utica Women's uh, Clubhouse. Uh, also on the, May, uh, or on the Bale Trail will be the uh, uh, hay maze as well as the Pepsi cart. That's halfway between Hobson and Utica. Uh, so a lot of uh, fun, exciting things uh, to, to partake in. And it's a great way to end the summer, bring your family out, and help support the Hobson Public School. Dan, in the past, what's been your favorite uh, hay bale sculpture? Oh, gosh. I, I can't really say that there's a favorite because there's so many uh, different bales. Um, I mean, from completely elaborate moving parts and pieces sculptures to just single bale sculptures. Um, it, it's really hard for me to say what my favorite is because... The people that uh, are truly artistic, which I am not, um, I, I just appreci appreciate each and every one of those creations. And this truly is Charlie Russell country. This is the heart of the Judith Basin, and I just encourage anyone, if you have some free time on the weekend there on September 9th to head on down to Wyndham, Hobson, and Utica, go on the Bale Trail, see the What the Hay Tour. These sculptures, as Dan mentioned, are absolutely amazing. I just, uh, I, I, I can't describe it. I just remember going in my grandma's 
grandpa's old cars, whether it was the uh, 57 Chevy or the uh, 51 Ford Crestliner, he'd always take his old cars at the old car club and go on the tour, uh, leave Lewistown, and, and we'd just go on that and just admire and look at all the sculptures. It's, it's just taking me back to my childhood, just talking about it. So, Dan, where can folks find more information on the details of the What the Hay contest and, and all that uh, comes with it? Sure. So certainly uh, you can access our website, and that's at uh, montanabailtrail.com. Or feel free to contact me directly, and my number is 406-423-5234. If you have interest in doing a bale, I will set you up with the appropriate landowner. I will set you up with the appropriate bales that you need for your creation, and for anybody wanting to make a tax-exempt uh, uh, donation, uh, please call me as well, and I'll get the correct uh, donation uh, form sent to you. One thing that we didn't discuss is the play on words, how they uh, always include the word hay or bale or something to do with a forage. H how does that work into uh, to the uh, creativity of the themes of all these sculptures and artwork? Yeah, we, we certainly like and encourage uh, folks to be creative when they're doing their sculptures and when they're uh, making a sign for their creation. If you can put the word hay or straw or bale or something within the name, that, that just adds to the uh, excitement of it. Uh, people love seeing the, the play on words. Um, but again, folks like me that uh, lack the creative gene, um, sometimes I have struggled in my own creations with being able to figure that out. But uh, again, a lot, uh, lot of artistic people out there that are a lot smarter and artistic than I am, let your imagination go wild. Well, it's truly going to be a great event. Again, a lot of activities going on in central Montana. I'll first mention the Chokecherry Festival. The festivity is going on September 8th and uh also, September 9th will be the Bale Trail and the What the Hay event out in the Judith Basin. Dan Thomas, anything else that our listeners should know uh, before we uh, send them off on their merry way? And hopefully they'll be heading towards the Bale Trail on September 9th. Yes, uh, just, just very thankful, uh, Lane, for you uh, putting me on the air to get the word out. Uh, just really encourage folks, come on out, support uh, the What the Hay, and more importantly, uh, support the, uh, the 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 students within the Hobson uh, School District. Um, we we truly can't do this without your support and. Uh, look forward to seeing everybody on uh, September 9th. Dan Thomas, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to uh, tell us a little more about the 2018 and the 29th What the Hay event going on there in central Montana on September 9th. I'll have more details in the podcast description and online at nordlandcommunications.com. Let's help uh, support the Hobson School and our rural communities here again this fall. Dan, thanks for joining us. That'll do it for today. I'm Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talk and Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.